0: This is a bonus edition of the I Like That Story podcast called Peace in the Valley. Good morning. My name is Jeff Gould. I am in my shop. I I said when I started this bonus podcast that I come out here because... Oh. raining. I keep my wood in this shed next to my shop. This was a uh, scotch pine tree, 45 years old, big and majestic, and then it just suddenly died. So I turned it into firewood and then I Heat my shop with it. Oops, oops. And I come here to hear the sound it makes. I come here to think about my day. If you, you if if I could just say, there's one thing that has been helpful for me. It has been finding a time and place of solitude. For me, it's 5.30 in the morning. For me, it's this place, this shop. And I'm just alone with my thoughts. I uh, contemplate my life, my future. It's like I am sitting at a coffee table with my maker and you know how it is sometimes you are you don't need to say anything you just are there in companionable silence and that's what I like to do in the morning and it has been very helpful for me this series of podcasts is called um uh, peace in the valley. And as I said last time, everybody has a valley, sometimes many of them, and uh, we must go through them. And these are anxious times. Uh, Sometimes these anxious times are personal, cancer, uh, loss of a job, family strife, an addiction perhaps. Again, sometimes it's family, some loved one that of course, you can't live their lives for them, yet their strife causes you strife. Sometimes it's a community, sometimes it's a country, sometimes it's a world, and this causes us individual anxiety. And this particular thing I want to talk about is, is this, it will not be easy. Hmm? Oh, Why is that comforting? Well, because it's the truth. I mean, aren't you tired of people kind of pandering to what you want to hear? It's sort of like when you go to the doctor and he says, this isn't going to hurt a bit. Well, okay, you big liar. It hurt. But when the doctor says, all right, this is going to hurt for a little bit, it's like a stinging. And I'll describe it. And then, but you have prepared for it. And you appreciate it. Thanks for telling me. Thanks for warning me. This walk through the valley is just that. I mean, how long does it take to walk through a valley? I don't know. What's a valley about 30 miles long? How long? I don't know how long the valley is. It is not a drive over a pothole. It is a walk through a valley. Well, if that seems like that's horrible, well, Now, think about that. I'm not saying that the suffering is, is great. I, I am saying that suffering is valuable. Okay. I have a chance to visit with people who have been through suffering. One of the things I do is I will be an officiant at approximately 50 funerals a year. I'm meeting with the family today. I talked to her on the phone. I said, would you like to get together? And she paused for like 45 seconds. I thought the connection was lost. She said, I'm sorry. I just simply can't think. Oh. Yeah, she's in the valley, isn't she? She is suffering, and I'm going to suffer, and you're going to suffer. It is the nature of life. But suffering is not meaningless. Suffering has a purpose, and its purpose is valuable. Uh, Suffering begats, and this is the word of Paul here, suffering begats um, perseverance. Perseverance means to stand under pressure. Once you've done it, you've done it. If you survive this valley and emerge to the other side, the next time a similar valley comes up, you'll say, I've done this before. And that perseverance builds character, a character that people can see. This is what I have noticed people have, come up to me and say, well, what about this or such and so? Apparently, the things that I have endured in my life have reflected somehow in my appearance or character that that people are drawn to ask me questions. This has come from suffering, which has turned into perseverance, which has mutated into character and character uh, gives us hope. Yeah, I went through this. I survived. I did it again. I will be able to do it again. And suffering. It's it's helpful to others, right? I, I, I talked to a family once who went through a suicide. Oh, my. Oh, my. And they were debating about whether they should even tell anybody. By the way, everybody knows anyway, right? People talk. And then I said, you don't know how many other people have suffered like you are suffering with the loss of a loved one. I said, if you let people know that, people will come up to you and they will be able to help you in your grief because they have gone through something similar. And, and this is true. I mean, I can't say what it's like to lose a loved one to suicide. My words have a certain emptiness. But when somebody who you had no idea lost somebody to suicide comes up and be, and stays with you, that is helpful. And they are happy to help. And in a strange way, they're suffering now has a value. I wanted you to think about this. Every drop of your suffering is useful and not a drop will be wasted. So, in this walk and the suffering you have, anxiety, perhaps, or worry, or fear, you are suffering. But when we emerge from this, you will realize that you did it, you made it through. You will then realize that, hey, hey, and that will give you a certain character that people will notice. And that will give you hope. And that hope will be very, very helpful to somebody at some future time. We, we talk about David of the Bible and little kids love that story. Hang on a second here. You know that story of David and Goliath. Oh, what a great story that is, right? Hmm. Here's this kid. He's the youngest in his family. His dad thinks so little of him that when Samuel comes over the house and says, hey, listen, I think one of your kids is gonna be king someday. So he introduces him to all of his sons and Samuel says, eh, I'm not really seeing it. Do you have any more sons? And only then does his dad go, oh, David, I guess. <laughs> have, you, have you grown up in a household like that? Can you imagine what that would be like? Will your own father thinks so little of you that when a prophet of the Lord comes over to your house, he still sends you out to be with the sheep? Wow. And then finally, I guess Samuel wants to see you. Right. Wow. Oh, I guess he suffered, didn't he? And then his faith. Oh, my. He, he went up to that giant... Everybody was scared of him. I've heard people poo-poo the actual uh, event, but you don't realize, they don't realize, that the biggest giant David was facing was fear because everybody was focused on their fear and only he was focused on God. He said, listen, you, you Philistine. You think you're so big. Let me tell you how big my God is. Oh yeah, right, right. What's that saying? Don't tell God how big your fears are, tell your fears how big your God is. Yeah. And so we are in this time, and it will not be easy. And and like David, we are going to spend some time in the valley of the shadow of death, fear, worry, and anxiety. And what did David say to do? He said, Hey, don't follow the flock, follow the shepherd. I, as I say, do funerals, and what do you think they always want to hear? Hey, Can you do that Psalm 23? Oh, my goodness, I sure can. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil for the Lord, my God, comforts me. Ah, maybe I got the words wrong there. His rod and his staff, he anointeth my head with oil, which is like a blessing. He leads me beside still waters. I mean, that's good when you have sheep. They drink better when the waters are calm and He gives them good water to drink and good pastures. I mean, yay! And and, and then, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, in this time, when we spend time, each morning alone, In times of suffering, with the One who made us, we both realize that, yes, in this world, I will have trouble. In this world, you will have trouble. Yet, take heart, for I have overcome the world. And if Jesus said that, well, those words are more permanent than anything else in this world, more permanent than anything like this stove, any place like this shop. And to know that sort of peace. My name is Jeff Gould. If you find a time or a place in the morning or evening or the time of your choosing, at a place of your choosing where we can together just be, that would be great. And until next time, God bless you.